This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl van der Merwe, and today in episode 241, we're going to be looking at how learning tech skills young can benefit your child. And I have a guest with me today who hopefully will convince you that this is a good idea. So welcome, Karis. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. So Karis Guilford has been a student of mine for... Um, many years, I guess, since uh, she was in middle school. Uh, she, I've, she's been both in live classes and in my online classes. So I teach the local co-op as so I taught her there. And Karis also works for me now. So I'll admit that as well. She is, she's a teaching assistant and she also helps with um, a lot of my admin tasks and just really anything that I need her to do. And I just thought it will be interesting to talk to her because I realize how useful she is to me. And I know this is not the only place she's using her tech skills. And so I thought it'd be good to interview her and find out how she got started because I don't even know this. I have no idea what her answers are going to be. So I'll be learning along with you. So Karis, uh, Karis is a senior, by the way, at high school now. Karis, when did you start learning about tech? Can you, if you can remember how long you started um, you know, how to use the applications on your computer. What's the first thing you can remember learning? How young were you? Okay. The first thing I learned was probably how to type. And I was in sixth grade for that. But like starting to use actual applications, that was when I took Fundafunda's computer applications class in seventh grade. I knew next to nothing going into it. I didn't know how to like use pages, which is the Mac version of Word, but that was it. So the first big thing computer applications covered was Google Drive, and that showed me a whole new world. Oh, wow. I had no idea. You know, as I say, um, this is completely online, and I have never actually talked to Karis about what she learned or anything else. You know, um, obviously, I, I know what I teach in that class, but we haven't gone into details. Okay, so you went from typing right into learning all those applications. Did you find that class very overwhelming because you obviously hadn't done a lot? I did a little bit, but the instructions were really clear. I think the hard part was that I'm a perfectionist, so I wanted everything to be just right, and that's where most of my time went in that class, was trying to make everything look how I wanted it to. If if I recall correctly, Karis was in seventh grade. This is a class for seventh through twelfth, so it can be used as uh, elective high school credit. I'm pretty sure Karis was the highest scorer in that year in that class <laughs> so her perfectionism <laughs> but she possibly also had more time than the high schoolers so there is that what apart from okay all the tech and computer applications and that class does cover you can go and have a look I will link to that and anything else that Karis might mention in the show notes you should just be able to scroll down and get the show notes below the podcast or you can go to homeschoolingwithtechnology.com and find it there so, okay, apart from um, all those different ones, what else uh, did you learn in middle school? I would say that was really the main thing. Um, 
I was able to practice with those skills in a bunch of my other classes, making presentations and stuff. But that was also when I started emailing. So learning to communicate online, how to do it, how to be professional, how to be casual, all that stuff. That's when I started learning those right. kinds of things. Yeah. And I think, you know, middle school is, is a good time. I mean, I, I started teaching my kids younger um, and uh just because I guess, you know, I'm so techie that as soon as they learned to write, they learned to type. And <laughs> also their grandparents did not live in the same um, country as us most of the time. So it was also the way that they could connect, et cetera. So, um, you know, they, they did get, get, get let loose on tech at a young age. And, and I'm a gamer and they all started to game. So there is all that. Whereas I don't think you've ever gamed, have you, Karis? Nope. Not really. Mario Kart, but that's the extent of it. <laughs> Missing out on a whole lot still there. <laughs> okay, so we've gone through um, a middle school. Oh, did you not take the scratch class in middle school and learn to code as well? Oh, yeah, I did that. That was sixth grade, I want to say. I took that before I took computer applications. Right. So you had actually started learning how to code uh, before you even learned the computer applications. Okay. So... Um, did you find Scratch difficult? Not really. No. Um, again, the perfectionism is where a lot of my time went on that as well. Because that, again, that is a class that you can actually take from fifth grade through to 12th grade. Uh, if you do it as a high schooler, there are some extra assignments added in, but it's essentially the same. And it's really interesting uh, I've seen this over the years of teaching about that in Python that younger students don't have any more trouble with it than seniors do um i mean there are some tricky assignments nearer the end but uh mm -hmm, it's not like sure. the, it's not as if the older kids actually manage any better and that's interesting you know you're saying that you don't really recall having any particular issues i mean i think the mario game on that one is 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 sticky for all of us it was difficult for me to even when i did it there's a platformer game in there and it's really hard for your character not to fall through the platform that's just the short version it took me a long time to actually get it working to record for the students how to do it um okay so let's go on so how did the knowledge that you got in middle school help you in high school so knowing how to use applications like Prezi and Canva really took my high school presentations to the next level. Additionally, if I needed to make an account for a new program, I have always been really comfortable doing that because I made accounts for so many things during the computer applications class. So a lot of my peers have a hard time making accounts for things. So knowing how to do that has been really helpful for me. Um, that made the internet as a whole a lot less intimidating than it otherwise might have been. Additionally, the search tools I learned have really paid off for high school research assignments. Yes, I do teach them how to do advanced level of, of searching. Um, and, and these are all skills, you know, you can teach your kids, you can find all this on, on um, YouTube, etc. But it's really good to actually get your kids these skills when they're younger, so that when they get to high school, they're used to it. And one of the ideas in computer applications, I teach them so many different applications. It's for that familiarity so that when you get something else that I haven't taught them, because obviously there are new applications arriving all the time. You're just so used to it. I mean, nothing dawns me because I've done so many. 
And I see the same thing in students like Karis is that they're just not daunted. And that is my whole idea. If you remember in the computer applications in the first semester, there's a lot more handholding. I give you a lot more instruction and videos and how to do things. The second semester, there is none of that. I really like no. say, here is a tool, do this with it, use the help, do what you want. And I, I force the students to learn as we, I know everyone's going to have to, because we there's going to constantly be new things and to teach them a whole lot now about one tool that might disappear in a year is not terribly helpful. It's more helpful to actually teach your children how to find out how, how to do it. Yeah. Um, so can you remember any, any high school classes that you use some of those skills in? So I definitely use that in biology for making presentations about ecosystems. And I use it a lot, actually, in your U.S. history class um, <laughs> for all the primary source research and forming opinions and things like that. That was really helpful. Right. Okay, so different type of tech, but I thought this might be interesting to parents. When did you get a smartphone? So I didn't actually get a smartphone until I was 12. Um, I was assigned a group for a co-op class and we were supposed to keep in touch via email. I used my mom's email for that. And when she started getting lots and lots of emails, my parents got me my own account and I got a phone soon after that. Right. Um, I just think, I think it's interesting, you know, Karis was not one who got it very young now. The interesting thing is my youngest daughter, who is quite a bit older than Karis though, she got hers when she actually just chose to go to um, public school. And so it was in her ninth grade year was when I got her a smartphone. All our other kids, we'd only given it to them when they were 15. So she got hers a couple of months earlier. Uh, and I think the what I'm trying to say is, and I had, again, no idea what Karis is going to say, but that, you know, when you're looking at when to get a smartphone for your kids, I think the answer is when they need one. <laughs> so with my daughter, when she went, she didn't, hadn't needed it as a homeschooler. When she went to public school, suddenly that was the way everybody was communicating. And um, she had a little flip phone and it just wasn't cutting it. And so it would have totally meant that she was left out of everything if she hadn't been part of it. Whereas, you know, if your kid is 12 and doesn't need it, you don't need to get it either if you're not getting millions of messages from some class. <laughs> How about social media? What social media do you have? I am not actually on social media. Um, I tend to be busy with more in-person things. And so I've never actually felt like I needed it. As That's probably more of a homeschooler thing, not having to keep up with a bunch of friends from like public school. But yeah, I'm not on social media. Right. Yeah. I, I did know that, but I just thought that that would also be interesting to parents. <laughs> so was it your choice or your parents' choice, or is it a mixture? It's a mixture. I think it's both of us. Um, my parents are on social media, so they're not against it, but I've just never wanted it. Yeah. Um, so that's that is just interesting. Okay. So in high school, have you learned more tech as you've been in high school? Yeah, um, I've gotten to learn a lot more about spreadsheets specifically. I didn't know a whole ton going into high school, but I've had to use them for some jobs and helping my brother with spreadsheets and stuff like that. So I've definitely learned more about that. And I've gotten better at searching too. Um, I like to listen to music a lot. And so I'll remember very random, also very generic song lyrics and Thanks to my experience with search skills, I'm able to find what I'm looking for most of the time, which has been super helpful on more than one occasion. So how has your tech knowledge helped you to make money? 
So my technology has helped me to make money by working for you as <laughs> with website stuff. But beyond that, it landed me an internship this past summer where I worked for my city's information systems department. The department only used Windows devices. So that was a real learning curve for someone like me who had only ever used a Mac. Um, I was able to generalize my years of computer skills though. And I caught on pretty quickly. Um, Word, Excel, and PowerPoint are not that different from Google Docs, Sheets, and Slides, which I was familiar with from computer applications. Um, I went from knowing nothing about Windows machines to being able to add parts to a computer and set it up by the end of the internship. I also had the opportunity to use some of my graphic design skills in making a web page for a neighborhood research fair invitation. Um, my technology has helped me to make money, but it's also enabled me to help others. Because of my ability to figure out computer programs quickly, I was able to take over making my church's weekly bulletin when they needed somebody to do it for a season. I handled the layout and monitored and inserted the information that needed to be put in each week. Um, because of my technological know-how, I was able to volunteer my time when my church really needed it. Right. And, and I can tell you, Karis is really good with tech now. I'm very glad she took my class. Um, she's been worth a lot more to me than the money they ever paid for the class. <laughs> it's it's one of the, the good things is that I can see who the good students are coming through and then I, I offer them jobs. And uh, she does everything from writing blog posts to fixing things on the back end for me now. Uh, sometimes I can't get to a computer and I've literally texted her and told her kind of where to go and what to do. And she's fixed everything or done what I needed her to do. So she's she's also now, that's what you didn't say. You've actually know quite a lot about WordPress now too. Oh, yes. And WooCommerce. <laughs> so there is so she she helps me on the back end of my of my um, website quite a lot. So she has learned all those skills um, and she's a really quick, quick, quick learner. So, I mean, these these really are skills that today, even if, you know, if you don't end up making money out of them, you have no idea when you're going to actually want to create a website or whatever it is. And then at least you've got a leg up because you've helped somebody else do it. And, you know, going into jobs as well, once you've finished college and you, you get a real job, it's again, you know, it gives you a competitive advantage when you can say, I've worked with Windows, I'm familiar with Macs, I'm familiar with Google, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, even if it has no direct, you know, thing about your link to your job. The reality is in today's world, you just have to be able to use those skills. I've watched my own children and how much they're knowing the skills has managed to impress the people that they've worked for because they can do above and beyond what's expected. Okay, to finish up here, Karis, what is your advice for homeschool parents who are perhaps nervous to allow their children to use tech or parents who just don't know where to start? I would say for homeschool parents who are nervous to allow their children to use tech, um, it's okay to wait. I didn't start using tech until I was in middle school, and there was still plenty of time for me to learn all I needed to know before high school came along. We live in a digital world, so it is important that children are literate in online spaces, but it's okay to take it slow. And just because you say yes to one thing doesn't mean you have to jump in at the deep end. I'm not on social media, but I have a lot of experience with other online platforms. It's okay to pick and choose what works best for you and your family. Um, if you're unsure of where to start, beginning with a class so that your child isn't just blindly clicking on things can provide peace of mind for you and necessary life skills for them. If your child doesn't enjoy classes or just wants to figure things out for themselves, 
You could let them play with the free graphic design tools like Canva or Strikingly. They would have fun, but they would be learning something too. I babysat for two sisters last year and they love to play around and make little graphics on Canva. Additionally, try incorporating technology into your homeschool. Have your students use educational tools like Edpuzzle or TED-Ed or assign short digital presentations to older children. These lessons can teach them valuable skills and you and your child can figure out computer applications together, which might make things a little easier on you both. I, I love that idea that if you know if you're not so good at tech, do it with your kids. Um, I've brought that up before in in some of the other episodes. Is you know let them see and and it's great for your kids to see you learning new skills because then they see that learning is something you always do. You don't just do it while you're in school, and they also see the fact that you might not get it right the first time. And seeing that struggle, seeing that the fact that you push through is something you want them to emulate so that when something doesn't come easy, they persevere and stick at it. Well, Karis, uh, thank you very much for doing this uh, episode with me today. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. And thank you all for listening in again. I want to remind you that we have a uh, Facebook group for those of you who are on social media. You can come along to the um, Homeschooling with Technology podcast community. The link for that will also be in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this and found it helpful, perhaps share it with a friend, mention it on social media, or give us a rating and review. And I will see you again, same time, same place, next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.